live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. standing with Terry. Um, I saw a bunch of signs and they said, don't Texas Virginia. Right? Let's not Texas Virginia. Because you see, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022, 2024, and on. And so I'm here to yes, agree with everything you know that Pharrell talked about, about love of this state, everything that the former and future governor has talked about, about his experience and his vision. And I'm also here to talk about the fact that each one of you in your possession has the ability to determine, yes, who will be the next governor but also by extension, given the importance of this Virginia election, how the country is gonna move. And in that way, each of you has a power to impact the lives of people you may never meet, people who may never know your name, but because of what you do tomorrow and the next day and the next day and Tuesday, their lives will forever be impacted by what you do in this election. The power is in your hands. And elections matter. Yes, they do. Elections matter, Kamala Harris. And you are 100% right. You, I, I, I got to say, this is the first time that I have ever, 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 ever agreed with cackling Kamala Harris and her fake Southern accent. Okay, um, she's 100% right. This race is going to have massive implications on the 2022 midterms and the 2024 presidential election. This race that she was talking about right there was going to have major implications on political capital and what the Democrats and the left and the communists was, go was going to be able to accomplish from, oh, last night on. And ladies and gentlemen, it was not... A good day for the communists and the socialists of this country no as a matter of fact it was a great day for God it was a great day for God and I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that because I saw a lot of people upset with me saying you need to stop putting God into this God isn't sitting up there judging elections uh, no my friend but God is everywhere in everything all the time and while God might not be worrying so much about specific individual elections those specific individual elections are tools that God is using to achieve his ultimate goal, 
And the pathway that he showed us last night on how to get to that ultimate goal was by using elections. Just like he uses live from America as a conduit to spread the gospel. I don't matter when it comes to the big things, uh, to, to, to the grand scheme of things. But this show does, and God's message does, and God wants his people which is America, we are blessed by Almighty God because of our Judeo-Christian background and beliefs and foundation. God wants his people to come back to him, to worship him, to stop killing babies, to stop separating people by classes, to start accepting and helping everybody, to have an umbrella of diversity, which is now the Republican Party, not the GOP, the GNP, and we're doing amazing things. So, the next time somebody would like to open their mouth and say, uh, stop talking about God, God doesn't care about elections, I would say to them, you are wrong, you need to do some soul searching, and God is in everything. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, November 3rd, year of our Lord, 2021, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, aka the Hip Hop Patriot, and I am so honored and blessed to be living in this wonderful granite, live free or die state of New Hampshire, and I am blessed and uh, to be living in this great state that we call the United States of America, because last night... You've seen the red, white, and blue in full effect. And when I told you that Virginia was a big, major catalyst to what was going to happen, not only with the forensic audits, but with the 2022 midterms, with the 2024 presidential election, assuming that we have a normal one, but there's a lot going on with Mike Lindell right now, so we don't know where that goes either. Long story short, folks, this was a huge turnaround for this country last night, and we might even see more in the great state of New Jersey. But I wanted to start off playing that Kamala Harris video. I was actually going to play a Kamala Harris video. Then I was going to play a Joe Biden video. Then I was going to play a Barack Hussein Obama video of them campaigning for Terry McAuliffe. But then I realized, you know what? We already heard from one cackling hen this morning. We don't need to hear from two more peddling and spewing nothing but communist propaganda and anti-Trump rhetoric. Because we see how far that got you. America spoke up last night, ladies and gentlemen. America spoke up. Let me give some live shout outs to those who are watching this morning on social media. And if you have not done so, ladies and gentlemen, please reach down and click that rumble button. Okay. We have about uh, 4,100 people watching on rumble alone. It'd be nice to continue to crank up those rumbles. That is what the company likes to see. They like to see their cre content creators really engaging with their audience. And uh, you guys are great here. We, we surpassed 300,000 rumbles this morning. Thank you so much, Meemaw Becky. Thank you very much. Carla Reynolds, God bless you, and thank you very much. Thank you very much. Before we get into all of that, folks, before we get into all that, yes, and, and, and Pennsylvania won statewide as well. Just a great, great, great night. Before we get into any of that, folks, let me just say hello to Brenda Hines. God bless you. Let me say hello to uh, Kathy Cappy. God bless you. You've made some big differences in people's lives this month. I want to say thank you. Sharon in South Carolina, Darlene in Arizona. God bless you, and thank you so very much. Um, who else do we have in here? These are going really fast today, folks, and I apologize. Nova73, hello. Uh, Lisa. 
and Sterling Naquin here from Mississippi, Russ from Alabama, Trina from Georgia, Joe from Texas, good to see you. Cheaters always lose, that's 100% right. Boy, I cannot wait for Rumble to fix this chat. <laughs> Jeremy, shout me out, says Liberty shines. Well, Liberty does obviously shine, and thank you very much um, for joining in today. Jennifer, dancing in Virginia. Well, you have a lot to dance about there in Virginia, Um Jennifer. Elaine in the house from Florida. How you doing, Elaine? Good to see you. Mike Carey won in his congressional uh, district. Yes, he did. It's a great, great day. We're going to be talking and breaking, talking about all of it and breaking it down. Sybil from Illinois and Diane from the great state of Tennessee. I love you all. Thank you all so much for giving me so much support, trusting in me. Um, we're going to talk more about that as we get to the first and foremost section, but I do want to give you an update on Ginny. Ginny's plumbing came to a total of $2,033. Thank you, Bobby. God bless you. And not only that for that, thank you for this too, Bobby. God bless you. I appreciate you. Um, uh, but anyway, let's let's get back to Ginny. Ginny's plumbing ended up being $2,033. Now, we didn't raise uh, $2,033, and I was expecting it to be more around $1,000, but either way, long story short, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to send Jenny the $2,033 to fix her plumbing, and um, she couldn't be more happy. She couldn't be more ecstatic with you. She wanted me to really convey her thanks and her love for all of you for helping. Again, folks, when you donate to help a Live from America family member, it's not taking away from donations that are helping Live from America and the growth here, because people are very specific about where they want their donations to go. We've been making a huge difference together in this world lately, folks. We've been really giving people a lot of, uh, of, of positive energy. We've been giving people a lot of inspiration, path, and guidance. And those people are fully trusting in the Lord to make sure that their problems are fixed. Now, speaking of another Life from America family member that I want to bring up, folks, somebody that I had the pleasure of meeting in Wisconsin, I want to show you something. Now, I've told him for a long time ago that I was going to start. He started a business during the pandemic. And this business was a great business to start, especially during a pandemic, because these are um, compact self-cleaning ionization systems. And what they do is, is they literally clean and purify the air if you have an HVAC system. God bless you, uh, Greg. He says this is for Jenny. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Um, he's got these. Check these out. This is uh, Mr. Jed Shug. He, he, I met him and his, his son in Wisconsin. Great, great uh, gentleman. He's, he's having a rough time in life right now. He really is just asking for prayers for his business. Um, his business is he, sell, he sells these um, self, uh, self compact self-cleaning io, uh, ionization systems. And what they do is they go to your HVAC system. They clean and purify your air, especially for COVID and nursing homes, living, uh, assisted living facilities, even, even companies. If you have a company and you'd like to have this, um, if you'd like to learn more about this, then definitely help Jed Shug out in his American company. He's, uh, he's struggling right now. And um, I just want to give you the, the, the website as well. I'm actually going to put the website in the chat as well. Um, it's, a, it's a lot to type. Jed, you should have chose a different uh, website name. It went a little bit easier. But what it is, is it's www.agapes, pardon me while I type this, synergistic wellness.com. 
There we go. And Jed, if you're watching, uh, please put the uh, the actual link in there as I might not have spelled that right as we're doing it on the fly here. Long story short, folks, we're trying to help each other out. He doesn't ask for any money. What he asks for is prayers and people to help uh, uh, spread his business. So um, it's definitely a good idea and he's helping people and we're, we want to help him. But anyway, folks, we've made a big difference here together. We've made a big difference in helping people out financially. We've supported people emotionally, physically, and we've made a big difference in Virginia. We made a big difference in New Jersey. We made a big difference in Ohio, Pennsylvania. We continue to make a big difference in this country with pushing for forensic audits and, and clearing up the bad in this country, getting our ledger in the right place. Thank you, uh, Calter62, uh, for $50 for Jenny's Plumbing. God bless you for that. I appreciate you. Um, it's really it's really helping out because I, we, nobody expected it to be that much, but we're going to take care of it anyway because that's what we do. We take care of people who take care, who, who and these are God's people that we're helping. We're, this is God's people that we're helping. And it's not only with plumbing. It's not only with electrical problems or bills or anything like that. It's with, get, it's with righting the wrongs in this country, and we're doing it all together. And that's an amazing thing to see. United we stand, divided we fall. And it's truly a great thing to be a part of. It's a great thing to see. And I just want to thank you. Before we get into the first and foremost section today, which we're going to be very busy talking about these elections yesterday and the uh, uh, the impacts that they're going to have, I really just wanted to make sure that we give all glory to God before we start. And I wanted to highlight the difference that all of you are making watching live from America, okay? Now, I know that I didn't get out a newsletter this morning, and the reason why I did not get out a newsletter this morning was because I was up so late working, talking with people in Real America's Voice News, and uh, and then this morning I got up and started instantly getting into it again. So I'm sorry I did not put out a newsletter this morning, but the newsletter was going to be from Psalm 35. And Psalm 35, thank you very much. Extra long shower for you, Jenny. <laughs> Thank you very much, you guys. Um, the Psalm 35 says, The Lord, the avenger of his people. Of course, a psalm by David. Let me read you quite a bit of this because I want you to understand that when I read this, what I felt, and, and I read this last night, by the way, and it was going to be the newsletter this morning. Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of the shield and buckler. And stand up for my help. Also, draw out the spear and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be put to shame and brought to dishonor who seek after my life. Let those be burned back and brought to confusion who plot my hurt. Let them be like chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For without cause they have hidden their net for me in a pit, which they have dug without cause for my life. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, and let his net that he has hidden catch himself into the very destruction. Let him fall. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's very easy to take a Bible verse and relate it to something that's going on in your life, but that's what it's meant to do. A lot of people criticize that. They say you can't cherry pick, but I beg to differ. This book is a living, breathing book of God. And what this book is to do, it's called The Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. This is a book that never dies. This is a book that never sleeps. And this is a book that is never relevant to what is going on in your life. So when I read that, I read exactly what's going on in our political climate because the political climate of our country have taken over fa the fact of every all facets of your life 
whether it's sports, whether it's entertainment, whether it's school, whether it's education, whether it's your job, no matter what, politics has wormed its way into your life in every facet of your life. So we have to look at the core cause of the cancer in all of our lives, which is big government and the way politics run things based on their agenda, their wants, their desires, and their greed. So what that does is it has a domino effect all the way down to us and affects all of our lives. So when I read that, that is what my mind goes to. It's the left that are constantly trying to set traps, steal things, bribe people, use people, be rude to people, be wrong to people, sin against people. And they're constantly trying to trip up other people, put other people in prison for not doing and liking the same things that they do. So let their snares, let their nets catch them. Let it turn around and let it bite them in the you-know-what because that seems to be what's always happening to these far-left people in this country who don't want the better of everybody in this country under the grace of God. They want to remove God from everything so that there's no moral standard except for the moral standard that they set, so that there's no truth except for the truth that they set, not God. They want God out of everything. So that is why I brought Psalm 35 to you this morning. I think it was a great verse to talk about. And uh, even Jan Jan says, yep, work their way into everybody's life like little maggots. They worship Satan, they steal, they lie, they blaspheme God's name, and we're not going to let it happen anymore. That famous song, we're not going to take it. No, we ain't going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore and we're not going to take it anymore but we're not going to do it the same way they do it we're going to do it with a moral compass and we're going to do it with all mighty grace of god because that is who we answer to that is who we worship that is who we trust in and i said it before and i'll say it again ladies and gentlemen let's all say it together you ready you can't beat god all right let's have a uh let's have a quick slurp of the coffee before we get to the lord's prayer and then we'll get to the first and foremost section let's see if we can hit seven thousand on the live uh the live show today on rumble and that's nothing that i can do that's only something that you can do all right remove your hats and let's say it with a smile on our face let's say it understanding and knowing what jesus sacrificed so we could be here today to witness his glory our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen the power and the glory forever and he gives us the power to trample on the snakes serpents and scorpions that that uh, seek to do us harm but they will do us no harm as long as we do truly have our full trust and faith in god uh we've got 925 rumbles ladies and gentlemen let's get that number up there and let's get those shares out as we get to the first and foremost of the day let's break it down there's no secret what we're going to be talking about a majority of this show and that is what happened yesterday under god's 
beautiful blue skies here from sea to shining sea in the wonderful United States of America. Let's talk about the winning that happened for us yesterday. First of all, let's give all glory to God first. We've done that. Let's make sure we do it again because we cannot give him enough glory. And now, I want to, I want to really reiterate something. This was not, ladies and gentlemen, about Glenn Youngkin or Terry McAuliffe. This was not even directly about an election, okay? There's much more than meets the eye to this. Much more than meets the eye to this, okay? <clears throat> it is a pathway that God has revealed to us. That's the way I really looked at it last night. Last night when I was sitting there praying, thanking God, talking to God throughout the evening, I, I realized something. What he's showing us, and by the way, I called this race at 9.14 p.m. At 9.14 p.m., I called it before Real America's Voice News officially called it, and I believe I called it before any news stations called it. And I'm going to tell you why I called it. I'm not bragging because I called it first. I want to tell you exactly why I called it so that you understand why I knew we won, even though the margin was getting closer and closer, why I knew we won at the very at 9.14 and what we can take moving forward, okay? But first of all, it was a pathway that God revealed to us. It's driving out evil. That is that pathway. And I told you just a little bit ago that politics has wormed its way into all of our lives. So if politics had not wormed its way into our lives, maybe, just maybe, we would not be worshiping God like we are. We have, Maybe as a country, we would not have gone back to God to look for the answers. And then maybe we would not have had the opportunity or the chance to remove this evil had none of that happened. Had Donald Trump actually won on paper like he won in real life, you have to understand what we would be doing right now. We would be continuing, we would be continuing to just celebrate Donald Trump in the White House. The left would be continuing to censor and do whatever they could to burn the country down. And then all that did was kick the can down the road for four more years, and then we're right back where we started, where we are right now. So the fact that Donald Trump on paper did not win sparked a revolution in this country and that revolution is to drive out liars cheaters evildoers satanists and people who who deem to do this country harm and without donald trump actually being screwed over and cheated out of a 2020 election we would never have done this we would have never woken up like this so i'm not saying that i'm glad it happened what i'm saying is i'm looking at the positives and right now what happened last night was the beginning was the first step in driving out evil. And the great thing about God showing us his pathway is he showed us how to continue to keep doing that, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. But let me continue to go. It's about driving out evil. And by evil, I mean anybody who calls themselves a Democrat in 2021, because the Democrat in 2021 is not the Democrat even in 2015. The Democrat in 2021 is a communist who does not want the red, white, and blue as a flag. They do not want any kind of nationalism whatsoever. They definitely don't want the Constitution, and in turn, they do not want the Bible. They do not want the Word of God or God's name even appearing on or in any curriculum or any statue or any building or our currency or anything else. So it is literally about driving out evil, ladies and gentlemen. And we've identified who these people are. Now, Glenn Youngkin, ladies and gentlemen, um, nobody really thought that he was going to win. 
let's just be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here. All of those big-time big shots and all of those big news. This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. Nobody thought he was going to win. Nobody was giving him the time of day except a few people, except a few of us who were really giving him the time of day and said, wait, this could happen. This is how we win. We win by turning out in numbers that are too big for them to steal. Because the steal can only be in for so much. They can only do so much stealing. They could only do so much to keep it under the radar. And the only way to win, I believed, was to show up in heavy numbers, which we did. However, there's a blueprint to why we won that I'm going to talk about here in a minute, which is part of that pathway that I said that God revealed to us, okay? I called the election on Telegram at 9.14 p.m. It is the most viewed, most interacted, and most commented Telegram post I have ever had since being on Telegram. Okay, we're going to get to New Jersey. Don't worry, we'll get there. It is the most viewed, most interacted, and most commented post I've ever had on Telegram. And I got to be honest with you, for the first three hours of comments, I believe there's about 1,500 comments on there. It was nothing but you called this too early. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? The fix is in. Fairfax County's cheating. Mail-in ballots haven't been counted. And it kept coming and coming and coming. And I wasn't about to argue with anybody. I wanted to let everybody see why and, and why I called it and what played out. And re the reason why I did that was because there was nobody in the world, ladies and gentlemen, who was more in tune to not only what was going on, but who voted, how many voters were on the voter rolls, where these voters were from, how many of these uh, percentage of these counties were in, and what was left out there. Nobody was more in tune to that and had their foot, their feet more grounded right in the middle of it and had more knowledge of it than John Fredericks and his Virginia team. I'm going to tell you something about John Fredericks. John Fredericks and his team down there, who basically made it possible for me to call the election at 914, they live, eat, breathe, and sleep, ladies and gentlemen, Virginia politics. They know every name of every candidate. They know every um, agenda of every candidate. They know the background of every candidate. They know every voter in every county, in every precinct, and they know who voted when. And the reason why I called it at 914 was because John Fredericks and his team said, look, we're looking at what's out there. We're looking at the mail-in ballots. We're looking at the absentee ballots. We have the voter rolls. We know how many votes exist in Virginia, and what is out there cannot fit physically overcome it mathematically is impossible unless there was only two ways they could cheat and we've seen it happen in 2020 and they couldn't do it for another reason which i'm going to explain okay there was two ways they could cheat at this point number one is they could literally bring down the amount of percent the percentage of the amount of people of of uh of precincts that have that had put in their tallies Okay, and it almost started happening. We watched it drop from 95 to 94%. We watched another company show it drop from 97 to 94, but then it instantly went back up. There's one way they could cheat. Now, there's another way that they would have had to do, there's something else they would have had to do if they were literally dropping back the percentage of ballots that have already been counted and put in. And the only other way they could do that was make up fake names and fake ballots. Now, we saw them do that in 2020. So people were right to say, you called this way too early because they didn't understand how in tune that John Fredericks, but not just John Fredericks, the team of people that he had with him, they were the ones that were really more in tune than the entire country on this race. 
They literally knew every little thing that was about to happen, and they called so much of it so correctly throughout the night, way beforehand, because they had this data. Now, the reason why they weren't able to cheat like they did in 2020, and I have to eat crow here. You don't hear me say this much on on Live from America, but I'm going to eat crow here. You ready for this? The GOP, Ronna McDaniel, and the GOP were actually a pivotal reason why we won Virginia last night. Now, I'm not telling you to open your heart up to the GOP, and I'm dang sure not telling you to start dumping money into the GOP and into Ronna McDaniel, but they did something last night that actually made me go, wow, if not for that, we would not have won. And what that was, ladies and gentlemen, is they had 500 lawyers on the streets in Virginia, meaning that they had 500 lawyers at all precincts ready to go uh, at the drop of a dime. And and, and and the other reason why, ladies and gentlemen, is because almost 100% of precinct uh, poll-watching um, positions were filled. So there was too many eyes. There was too many eyes. There was too many legal people out there that were already watching, waiting, and ready for the steal. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because we were engaged beforehand rather than afterwards. It also... Uh, I heard the percentage of reporting went down because they had to rescan ballots in Fairfax because of a thumb drive. Well, they did, but that wasn't the reason that the numbers went down. Because they weren't, they're not doing that really until this morning. It's not going to make a difference anyway. Okay? It's not going to make a difference anyway. There's just There wasn't enough out there. There physically was not enough out there. And this is the reason. I'm going to tell you another thing, too, that I realized last night. The Trump campaign, the reason why we did not get this done and taken care of on November 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, or even all the way up to the November 10th was because even though Trump knew they were going to try to steal it, even his campaign was not ready to have people on the ground like Virginia did, like the Youngkin campaign did, and I blame it on the GOP for not being there for Trump like they were for Youngkin, okay? This is the, when I told, when I went to, um, I have so much to say here, I'm stumbling over myself. When I went to Virginia a couple weeks ago for the action, action, action rally. I was a part of a couple meetings there. And one of those meetings was explaining exactly how they were going to set up and make sure the steal could not happen in Virginia. And everything that I'm telling you right now was what they planned on doing. So they they have a blueprint here. And Amanda Chase was a big part of this. Don't let anybody, um, don't let anybody tell you any different. Amanda Chase did an amazing job Okay, she did an amazing job without Amanda Chase, without Donald Trump, without the GOP having 500 attorneys on the ground, without people showing up in droves, without Donald Trump's base. There's no Yunkin win yesterday. All of those had to work together to overcome the cheating that they do in these in, in these states. Now, don't think for a minute that there wasn't cheating going on. They just couldn't cheat enough to win. And the reason why they came out so early and did that weird dance and didn't really concede but did kind of concede, the only reason they did that was because they knew they were dead in the water. Now, I want to play you some videos from the mainstream media last night. Okay? I want to play you some videos from the mainstream media, and I want to get your take on it. First of all, let's go to Rachel Mad Cow, okay? Because she was truly a mad cow last night. Um, but I want you to listen to what the guy that she's interviewing says about what the McAuliffe campaign told him. And this was probably around the same time that I called it, that, he, that he's what he's talking about here. So check this out. What do you think the story is here tonight thus far? The story is, I'm not going to call it a blowout because we don't have the final... 
final uh, numbers, but I will tell you somebody in uh, high up in uh, McAuliffe's camp who was there with McAuliffe uh, put it this way to me about an hour ago. It's a bloodbath. The McAuliffe campaign told this guy who's up high up into the in, in, into the McAuliffe campaign, been helping them out. They said it's a bloodbath. Okay? That's with cheating. You'd have to be you'd have to be a complete dum dum to think that they didn't try to cheat. Of course they tried to cheat. Now I saw somebody um, in the, uh, the the comment section say something about uh, mail-in ballots. There's not enough out there. That's the problem. And any mail-in ballots that are coming in, there's still a lot of Republican areas. These are coming in. The reason why we could not do the same, the reason why we could not call New Jersey and why we still, why New Jersey looks the way New Jersey looks is because they did not have the same kind of ground game in the ground team and the GOP did not help out much as they did in Virginia. But at least we have the blueprint. We're going to talk about New Jersey in a minute. Let me go on to some more uh, hosts of, uh, of, of mainstream media who just couldn't accept the fact that we won. Listen to these people cry about insurrection and how Youngkin's a racist and Trump's a racist and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> I think we know the answer to some of this. I watched Glenn Youngkin's interviews on Fox News and he did nothing that Claire's, he did not, I mean, he worshiped at the altar of Donald Trump on Fox News. <laughs> he flew an insurrection flag at his rally. He simply didn't, he played dumb about a, 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 a Zoom rally. He did not really put much distance between himself and Donald Trump on the big lie or the deadly insurrection in which police officers were maimed by flagpole. So I think that the You mean you mean a, a person got shot and killed by police? You mean is that what you mean? And you keep calling it an insurrection, you crazy lady, but nobody's been in charge with insurrection, so it's kind of odd. But anyway, let's continue to listen to them whine. Is that critical race theory which isn't real turned the suburbs 15 points to the Trump insurrection endorsed Republican. What do Democrats do about that? They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They got shellacked last night. Again, that Bible verse that I read to you. Let the confusion go back onto them. Let them be confused about what's happening. Let them be confused enough to walk into their traps, walk into their pits, walk into their nets. Let this be turned on them and let their own evil come back on them. That's exactly what you're seeing here. I don't know what an insurrection flag is. Somebody, she said insurrection flag. I don't know what she's talking about. Okay, let me play another clip for you. And, I, and I'm just playing these because the, the, the liberals are so shocked. They're so shocked that we, that we would uh, overcome another cheat. We, we're not stupid. We learned from 2020 and we learned damn quick. Pardon my French. We learned damn quick. Check this out. Just about everywhere. Terry McAuliffe is underperforming Joe Biden. So you say, okay, that's not fair. That's a presidential year. Is he underperforming Ralph Northam? I began the night saying he can. Ralph Northam won by eight, nine points. The incumbent Democratic yeah, governor. The incumbent governor. So Terry McAuliffe can underperform him as long as he doesn't underperform him by a ton. This is your live vote right now. Where are there counties where McAuliffe is underperforming Northam by more than 10 oh my points? God. By more than 10 points, he is Everywhere. underperforming. Inclu okay. Including some of the suburbs up here. So let's give that fake news pundit who said CRT isn't real, which is the stupidest thing I heard. One of the, uh, you know, she said a lot of dumb things. And the rest of the... We don't want fake news. Let's go ahead and just give him the dumb, dumb award right now. And as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead 
and we're going to have a ceremony on tonight's show. Not today's show. We're going to have a ceremony on who gets the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month. And I would, I, would, I would ask you, who do you think that I chose to be the Dumb Dumb Award of the month for the month of October? Because it's a good one. It's a good one. But we're going to do the ceremony on tonight's show because there's just too much to talk about right now. We're just too, there's just too much to talk about right now. I don't want to get into to, to, to gloating and, and making fun of them just yet. Okay? Um, but this, this is the fake news last night. They were melting down, and it's even worse today. It's even worse today. Now, since we've been live, I don't know what's going on with Jersey, but as of when I got on, there was about 11% of the vote left to count in Jersey, which means that Murphy's trying to steal. The problem is the votes that are coming in from Jersey, there's a lot of red votes coming in. So not only is he going to have to make up the votes that he's behind, which I think is what, like 1,500, something like that, but he's also going to have to make much more. He's, it's, it's literally going to have to be almost two to one that come in in order for him to win. Um, I hate Rumble's chat for him. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> so do I. They're saying Murphy pulled ahead. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Let's move on to New Jersey for a minute before we continue to talk. Well, no, what? No, no, let's not do that. Let's not get ahead of myself. Let's continue to talk about the state of Virginia. Not only did we take the governor's seat, also, we took the house back, which means, ladies and gentlemen, that it's not going to be a gridlocked, deadlocked um, uh, government in the state of Georgia or in the state of Virginia, which means, ladies and gentlemen, that I want to see Glenn Youngkin push for full forensic audits in the states of Virginia, in the state of Virginia. That's what I'd like to see. Also, we have a, uh, a new lieutenant governor who flipped, for, uh, uh, who is uh, not only the first uh, black woman to ever be elected to lieutenant governor in the state, but also a Republican from Jamaica, born in Jamaica, loves the Second Amendment, loves uh, the United States of America. And let me go ahead and go ahead and play her video and her, her, her uh, winning speech uh, from last night. But ladies and gentlemen, it's good. It's good to see all of these people winning. It's good to see all these Republicans coming out and, and 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 making a big difference. But let's go ahead and listen to the new Attorney General from Virginia's speech last night. So I say to you, victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want, we can eat where we want, we own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice and here I am living proof. In case you haven't noticed, I am black and I have been black all my life. Amen. Be proud, girl. Be proud. And you know what? You should be proud. You should be proud of what you accomplished. Winsome Sears, ladies and gentlemen, wins the lieutenant governor seat. So now we have the House of Delegates. We have the governor's seat. We have the lieutenant governor's seat. But wait, we're not done in Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, because we also elected a Republican into the attorney general seat. And it is also in a Hispanic. His name is Jason Mayeris. So, ladies and gentlemen, we cleaned house in Virginia. Absolutely clean house in Virginia. God bless Winston Sears. God bless Glenn Youngkin. God bless Jason Mayeris. And God bless the everybody who, who, who worked hard behind the scenes that you'll never know their name. Because those are the people that really got the job done in Virginia. 
all of those people that worked hard and you'll never know their name okay and that's the case in most things these days okay so now let's move to new jersey okay i before that i started the show it was the race was too close to call there is no automatic recount in new jersey there is nothing that will trigger an automatic recount instead in a race this close you're going to have to have each candidate uh each campaign take each other to court and try to get the uh the the supreme court in um, the state of New Jersey to get involved if there's any kind of allegations of fraud or anything like that. What I believe is happening right now is I honestly believe Mur Murphy lost and they're trying to do what they did in all these other states. And the reason why we were not able to already call the the race in, 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 uh, in New Jersey for uh, Cittarelli was because we did not have the ground game that we had in Virginia. That was the blueprint. That was the blueprint to see if it worked. And it worked. And it's going to be expensive and it's going to cost a lot of money but that is how you get involved that is how you get people on the ground boots on the ground that's how you get the right chess players in the right spot to checkmate them and if they had the same if, if the gop would have helped out in new jersey like they helped out in virginia we would have already said that there's two states that went to republicans as far as the governor's seat goes so uh, let's see how that plays out i don't think you're going to see a, an end to the new jersey race anytime soon um even though he's pulled ahead I see people say pulled ahead. I think we missed winning the delegates by one. It's 50-50. Yeah, but everybody in there, everybody that knows anything is saying that we that we it's not 50-50, that we actually won it. Um, so until I hear otherwise from the people inside the state, the, the elected officials inside the state, um, I'm going to go with what they're saying. Only money to candidates at RNC. Murphy is so corrupt. Jeremy, there are 7,000. There is a 7,000 vote gap. Jersey, there is a 7,000 vote gap. So you're saying Murphy pulled ahead? Um, I just watched a video showing Bergen County was 100% reported. She Torelli won and then now got switched to 87% in now and Murphy leads by 7,000. Thank you for the update. See, you guys, are my, you guys are my producers. You guys are telling me real time what's going on. Now, there's really not a lot to report in New Jersey other than that except to say this. Folks, whether we come out with a win in New Jersey or whether we don't, we won. We won yesterday big. And New Jersey, even though they didn't get the governor that they want, and they're probably not going to feel like they won in the next coming weeks if the governor continues to, to, to look like it's going to be Murphy, you won. You made a big statement, and that statement is, we now know the blueprint, and we're coming for all of you. And your house of cards, your democratic, communist, left-wing, progressive ideologies are coming to an end real soon. You, you literally saw that you have zero political capital. They expected Murphy to win by 12 points. Everybody expected Murphy to win like by a shit, like it wasn't even going to be close. And here we are down to the wire. Okay? So I know you want, I know we all want the big win and say, hey, we won. We don't want the participation trophy. But you have to look at the forest for the trees and you have to understand exactly the statement that we made as a country yesterday. And the statement that we made as a country yesterday is we'll be damned if we're going to let our country fall into socialism and communism. Okay? All right. Let's move on from New Jersey for a little bit because there's really not a lot to talk about there. Um, in New Hampshire, we flipped um, we flipped a, a mayoral seat in Rochester, New Hampshire. Now, this seat has been Democrat since 2005. Since 2005. And I can tell you, knowing Rochester, New Hampshire really well and understanding exactly the people that live in that area, it is a massive win for Republicans, 
for fighting against communism and for New Hampshire to have a Republican win a mayoral seat in Rochester, New Hampshire, especially since it's been 16, 17 years since we've won a mayoral seat there. And that's going to be big when it comes to the elections in 2022, 2024, and moving ahead. Because if you have somebody with, and this is a good man too, this is, a, this is a good Republican. This is a good man. If you have somebody with his character in that seat, it's going to make it a lot harder. Look, I already believe that we won New, New Hampshire anyway. I believe New Hampshire went to Donald Trump in 2020. The reason why, ladies and gentlemen, you're not seeing these is because there's too many rhinos in New Hampshire. And we need to weed them out too. So big shout out uh, to Paul Callahan for winning the mayoral seat in New Hampshire. And uh, again, flipped it for the first time since 2005. All right, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen let's move on um in pennsylvania republicans won statewide electing kevin brobson to the supreme court this is another big huge win for the state of pennsylvania and it has so many implications moving forward especially with forensic audits and everything like that too i did not know rochester was holding an election too yes they were yep uh 2005 is about when dominion machines started being used well that's a good point you are correct uh, they're also now saying it depends on the mail-in ballots. How do we know they won't have false ballots in the mail where they can fix it for Murphy? Well, this is where the this is where the state Republican Party needs to step up big time, like they did in Virginia. Okay, um, I really don't know until we have to see how New Jersey plays out. So let's keep praying. Okay. Let's keep praying and let's keep uh, keeping our eyes on it, okay? Uh, but the Supreme Court in, in, in uh, Pennsylvania, that's massive. That's a statewide win for Republicans. In Ohio, Mike Carey, who was also endorsed by President Trump, um, won a congressional seat there. Now, now ladies and gentlemen, that's 5-0 and o for President Trump yesterday. That is 5-0. and o. For President Trump yesterday in endorsements. That has got to show the RNC and the rest of the world, including the communist Democrats of this country, you're screwed. Because President Trump has more political capital than any other person in this country right now. There is nobody even close. And we found out for sure that the Republican Party belongs to Donald J. Trump. Kimmy says, not a Manchester fan right now. They were... Um, there's where my corporate office is and they're making us take the vaccine. Well, Manchester is another uh, city in New Hampshire that completely is taken over by people running away from Massachusetts. So you got these Massachusetts liberals running up here to try to take over New Hampshire by flooding Nashua and Manchester. And we got it. That's a big, that's a big strategy that we have to look forward, uh, to as Republicans in the state of New Hampshire is how we take back Manchester and, and Nashua. Trump said that his interview with Judge Janine that when he endorses, he wins. Well, he does. MAGA wins. America First wins. So every time he endorses somebody and they win, yes, Donald Trump wins as well. So you had Ohio, Mike Carey winning as well. Um, another person obviously endorsed by President Trump in Texas. You had Republican John Lujan flip the state seat excuse me, from blue to red. And, ladies and gentlemen, in Minneapolis, the city voted down that new referendum there to abolish the police force. And that is a big, big blow delivered to the Jihad Squad and Ilhan Omar up there who put so much money, time, and political capital into getting rid of the police up there. And people in Minneapolis said, uh, no. Uh, no thanks. We'd like to have our police. Our police. So... All of these wins, again, they're not just elections, folks. They're not just gubernatorial elections. They're not mayoral elections. They're not city council elections. They're not city uh, school board elections. And and, and, and they're not um, winning, you know, 
votes to keep your police. It is a win for good. It is a win for good to triumph over evil. And it's setting the precedent, and it's, and it's sending a huge statement, not only across the country, but across the world, that says, look, Joe Biden is not in charge. We the people. We the people. Read your history. It's a, it's, it's a very famous saying. We the people are in charge, and we showed that last night. So again, since Joe Biden will not show any strength abroad, overseas, across the pond, or anywhere else he goes, we the people will show that strength by doing what we did yesterday. Not only did we win, but we did not allow them to cheat. And we have a blueprint going forward. We need to model every other state after what Virginia did, and we need to get the, the, uh, the, the RNC in gear and get their butts in gear to help. Not only with 2022 and 2024, but also with what's going on in 2020. And until they do that, they're irrelevant to us. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Not only did all of them win, which have major implications moving forward, but the Atlanta Braves, ladies and gentlemen. The Atlanta Braves also won the World Series last night. Now, I could give a you-know-what about MLB or NBA, or any of, or NFL, or any of the other woke organizations. However, for the people of Georgia, for the people of Atlanta, to finally be vindicated, okay, because you had the left, the communists, taking out all their aggression on Georgia over Georgia's voting laws. They took the all-star game away, and they punished Georgia for that. And when they punished Georgia for that, they really just punished minority business owners right after coronavirus and just hurt their dreams and hurt their pockets and their wallets and their businesses even more. So when the Atlanta Braves got to the World Series, it meant all that money plus more. This is God overflowing your cup for what you deserve, righting wrongs, serving justice where injustice has occurred. They not only made all the money they would have ever made at the All-Star Game, but probably three times that. And Atlanta Braves win the World Series, bringing even more notoriety, more money, and more jobs back to the state of Georgia, specifically the Atlanta area. So big shout out to Georgia. These, these have massive implications. Okay, I know it's a ball, a ball game. And people said last night, God doesn't care about ball games and elections. No, he cares about the outcome of his plan. He cares about his will being done. And unfortunately, for the naysayers out there who don't believe in God, sometimes he uses the most unlikely people in the most unlikely positions to achieve his will. And in this case, it happened to be in baseball games and political campaigns. That's where we won last night. Again, we're driving out evil, folks. We're not just caring about a seat here and there. We're literally caring about nothing but driving out evil. Okay? All right. Now we have another success story that I would like to share with you guys. Well, first of all, before we, before we do that, let me show you how the, uh, the people of Long Island, New York, uh, the people of Long Island, New York, were not expecting this either. Okay? Republicans won county executive and comptroller races in Nassau County and blue-leaning bellwether that President Joe Biden won by 10 points in the 2020 election. Okay? Randall Marshall, who has a blue check mark on Twitter, posted this, and I couldn't help but, but talk about it today. He says, I can't put into words the stunning turn of politics happening on Long Island tonight. Republicans are leading in all major races. County executive, district attorney, county clerk, county comptroller, uh, North Hampstead, Oyster Bay, uh, 
and Hempstead town supervisors and several key leg races. And in Suffolk County, the Republican challenger is leading the key district attorney race in the key Huntington town uh, uh, soup race and in the up for grabs legislative race in Huntington too. So it wasn't just those major states and those major seats that I'm talking about. This was a shellacking for everybody across the board when it comes to the left. They're literally joining in with Joe Biden and all together in, in a synchronized motion, pooping their pants together today. So Joe Biden just doesn't feel that bad. Remember that point of that uh, Billy Madison movie when that kid peed his pants so Billy Madison put water on his pants to make the kid not feel as bad? Look, everybody, I peed my pants too. That's that's what the Democrats are doing today. They're pooping their pants because of what happened last night, and they're making Joe Biden feel better about it. But let me read a story for you coming out of Mass, Massachusetts. This is a great story, okay? Massachusetts teacher forced to resign after attending the January 6th protest won a school board seat in that district in which he was fired from, forced to resign, excuse me, by the school. So let me read this story real quick to you. Former Braintree, and I know where that is, Former Braintree High School teacher Matthew Lynch, 35 years old, was visited by the FBI, much like I was, during his campaign for school board. Okay, Lynch resigned in February after working at the school for 10 years. He was forced to resign because pictures surfaced of him being in the Capitol, in the Capitol, not the building, but in the Capitol during the protest of January 6th, where we got screwed over by Mike Pence and the election was stolen by the Democrats. Wasn't even in the Capitol building, even though the FBI visited him like they did me. Wasn't in the Capitol building, but was in our nation's capital. So he was forced to resign. So what does he do? He runs for school board <laughs> and wins. <laughs> There's a lot of people that we could give the Smarty Award to, but you know what? Let's just go ahead and give it to Matthew. <laughs> oh, Smarty Award of the day. Smarty Award of the day today goes to um, Matthew uh, Matthew Lynch of, of Braintree. Uh, Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, because that's a, that's an ultimate win right there. That's a, oh, oh, you're going to force me to resign or fire me? That's okay. Let me go run for school board in that same exact district and win, which he did. So that's who gets the Smarty Award of the day. That's just more winning. But you know what it really is? It's more of America speaking up. It's more of America speaking up and saying, we're not having this. Watch us go to work with God on our side. Ah, uh, <laughs> All right, now the left, as you can tell, is having a meltdown today. They're pointing fingers. Whose fault is this? Whose fault is this that we're in this mess that we're in? Well, ultimately, it's their own fault. Ultimately, it's Joe Biden's fault. Ultimately, it's Barack Hussein Obama's, Kamala Harris, Susan Rice, and everybody else in the left who's pulling the strings to steal elections and to take away your freedoms and to continue to push coronavirus and take away your freedoms even more by executive powers. So they don't point the finger on where it really belongs, and that's right back at them. They are, fra they, they are too afraid to look in the mirror and say it's my own fault. So what are they doing? They're pointing fingers. Well, let me tell you who they're pointing fingers at today, okay? Um, the first one that they're pointing fingers at is disinformation. They're pointing fingers again at social media and small news outlets like Real America's Voice News, like Right Side Broadcasting, like OAN, and they're saying that it's their fault for spreading misinformation and disinformation and pulling people away from their reputable, uh, reputable, excuse me, news, news organizations where you need to come to us for the truth. Don't listen to anybody else. The truth is with us. 
CNN says, come to us for the truth. Brian Stelter said, don't go anywhere else. Don't believe anybody else. So they're blaming misinformation and disinformation on social media and these smaller news outlets. Again, to try to get them shut down completely. I told you yesterday they were already, they were already planting the seeds for that. Number two, they're blaming it on Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Okay, why would they be doing that? Well, I can tell you why. For not voting for to federalize the elections. Number one, not voting to get rid of the filibuster. Number two, and not supporting their multi-trillion-dollar America-killing spending bills. So they're blaming it on Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema right now, and saying that their defiance. Let me let me say this again. They are literally saying that their own party's defiance against their agenda is emboldening other moderate Democrats to feel the same way. How is that how is that in any way bad? How is that in any way bad that people are actually standing up against evil and you're going to go and then demonize them on your own party and saying that you're emboldening other people's well courage is contagious and that works both ways so they are running full attack ads right now again on joe manchin and kirsten cinema and even loser corey bush has said that she's going to do everything that she can to remove kirsten cinema and joe manchin and you know how she's doing it she's getting together a campaign of democrats you know these democrat operatives who are who are ready to, to just jump when the democrats say how high and they're going to be working in West Virginia and Arizona over the next months and coming years to get rid of Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin by doing what? Calling them racist. Racist. Everything is racist. Joe Manchin is a racist and Kirsten Cinema is a racist. Apparently, that is how Cory Bush plans to win. <sighs> Not going to work. It's going to backfire. You're going to fall into your own nets. You're going to fall into your own pits. You're going to trap yourselves. That's how it works, folks. That's how it works. Now, in the New York mayoral race, that was a disaster. We didn't expect it to be a win. We didn't expect Slewa to win. It would have been nice to see him win. It would have been nice to see another Rudy Giuliani-style uh, um, uh, mayor in the city of New York, but it didn't happen. Now, we didn't expect it to happen either. But I want to show you something interesting that's going on in New York right now. Not only are tens of thousands of, uh, of city workers and state workers protesting because of the vaccine mandate there, not only are people revolting against this Democrat, not enough to apparently elect somebody else in because it's such a Democrat stronghold in New York City, and who knows how much they cheat, but let me show you something very interesting that's going on there. Um, trash is piling up everywhere. Trash is piling up everywhere because there's no sanitization workers to get rid of it because they're all forced to leave because they're not taking the vaccine mandate. So I don't know if you've ever seen or smelled piles and piles of trash in the streets, but it's very bad. It not only looks terrible, but it stinks. It's hurting businesses there. It's hurting uh, recreation there. It, it's, it looks really bad. And the sanitization, sanitization workers are like, look, we're going to hold out longer so that this guy, de Blasio, will reverse his policies. So what they're doing right now, first of all, I want to show you the actual trash. Let me show you the trash first that's going on. Okay. Uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here's the trash. Look at it pile up. Absolutely disgusting. And this is just a small amount, folks. There's a lot more than this. This is the trash piling up because the sanitization workers are like, nope, you're, we're going to see who can hold out longer. All right? Now let's stop this video. 
Now let's move to the next video. Because of all this trash piling up, there's a new challenge in New York. We all love social media challenges, right? Well, there's a new challenge in New York called Take Your Trash to Bill de Blasio's Mansion Challenge. And that's exactly what they're doing. Fed up New Yorkers are saying, we're not having this garbage in our streets. And they're going to the mansion, the governor's mansion, which is their property. They pay taxes on it. And they're literally dumping all the trash in de Blasio's lawn at the governor's mansion. Not that he cares because he's not cleaning it up. But it's a sign of courage. And again, courage is contagious. Check this out. And that's what needs to happen, folks. The people need to stand up and they need to stand up loud. And that's a way to stand up loud to where not only people are going to hear it, they're going to see it, they're going to smell it, they're going to share it, they're going to talk about it. Smart move on the on, on uh, behalf of the citizens of the great state of New York City. But why? Why vote somebody in in such an overwhelming uh, fashion that's going to just continue to do the same thing? I don't know. Either the people of New York are stupid or they're stealing races left and right there and nobody's ever been able to, to take it over. Okay? Yes, de Blasio is mayor. That's what, did I say governor? I meant mayor if I said governor. Um, but not for much longer because uh, the former police officer won last night. All right, the last story of the day, folks, truckers. Trucker companies all over the United States of America right now are meeting. There's unions. There's companies that have over 100 employees. They're meeting uh, all over the country right now to decide and weigh in whether it's going to hurt them more or help them more to defy Joe Biden. And what do I mean by that? Well, OSHA's regulations, OSHA has accepted i mean the white house has accepted osha's proposal osha is expected to start putting into into uh into the workplace policy for all 50 states that anybody over 100 people have to get vaccinated that has been accepted by the white house it's something that happened two or three days ago ladies and gentlemen i forgot to <laughs> i don't know how i forgot to tell you that but that is the case so truckers all over the country right now are weighing in on what they want to do so what they're thinking that they're going to do is that they're going to cancel all of their federal contracts all of their contracts with the federal government trucking companies all over the country are going or they're doing exactly what they're doing there in in, in new york they're standing up and they're standing up loud so it looks to me like all these major trucking companies that don't want to fire people that have over 100 people they're going to cancel all federal and government contracts which is only going to end up hurting the politicians in the long run not only uh because they're not going to be able to uh keep anything running but the world is going to see that truckers the, the lifeblood of this country are standing up against this illegitimate resident in the white house and ladies and gentlemen there's really not much more for me to talk about today except for all of that there's a lot of winning going on but what we need to do is we need to keep our nose to the to, we need to keep our, our head straight we need to keep our nose on the grind. We need to keep moving forward. This is a time for celebration, yes, but this is only a beginning. Now, we need to continue to fight for the forensic audits at all of these swing states. We need to add Virginia to that list of, of, of states that are doing the full forensic audits. We need to keep pushing forward, and we need to take that blueprint in which we won in Virginia last night so big and move that to every single swing state in every state in America. We need to make sure that these poll watching positions are filled. We need to make sure that there's lawyers and attorneys on the ground in each state every time there's an election happening of this magnitude. And we need to make sure that we continue to take over this country from the ground up, not from the top down. We're doing it. We're winning. You're seeing the results of that winning. 
Yes, I told you there was going to be bumps and bruises. I told you that America was not going to be the same when this was all done. However, we would not lose our great America because it's too strong for even this administration to take out because of we the people. So, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Now is a better time than any to go to JeremyHarrell.com. Get yourself a You Can't Beat God shirt or hat. We have men's and women's sizes. We have black and red. Get it now and put it on full display because yesterday was proof you can't beat God. God bless you guys. Have a great day. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Eastern time for more Live from America tonight as we record for Real America's Voice News. Have a great day. Spread the gospel and continue to win. Continue to keep winning. See you later.